Here comes the sun. Here comes the sun. Well, folks, you know what that means. It is just past 4 o'clock on a lovely, hot Thursday afternoon here in the Roaring Fork Valley, and you are tuned into Everything Under the Sun, the Sopra Sun's weekly program right here on KDNK, the greatest radio station this side of the Mississippi. (laughs) And... Today we have. I'm your host, James Steinler. We have a great show planned for you today. We are going to be talking with Mr. Frank Norwood of Main Street Gallery and The Framer. Uh, and there's a detailed article on page four. Uh, Frank and Sally are stepping away after more than 40 years um, at the Main Street Gallery and The Framer and founding it. Um, Frank, thanks for joining us on the air today. How are you? I'm great. It's my pleasure to be here. Well, it's our pleasure to have you and... Um, You've done um, a lot of work for people in this valley, probably through the oh, years. Oh, it's amazing! <laughs> it really is amazing. I mean, forty-one years of great support for this community from this community. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it still staggers my imagination to believe that we've been able to live where we live in Carbondale, Colorado, and keep a business going like this and getting the support from this community. It's it's a great town. Well, you must be, do some uh, mighty fine work if uh, well, you have we, people coming to you for that many years. <laughs> we try to, and, I, you know, it's just, uh, it comes with the territory. I mean, when you're, when you're running a gallery, you get to meet amazing artists, and hopefully the artists we've been able to carry have an elevated approach to their art, and that makes us look good, and we do a ton of framing and always have and you can't do it poorly i mean people are bringing you memories and and treasures and you know whatever i mean we sadly we frame a a lot of pictures of passed away dogs Mm -hmm. and other pets you know because people love those things and, and and all kinds of family things but um and then we 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 see the kind of transition from from young people that bring us things to do and then they get married and they have kids and then they you get kid pictures and you get i, I don't know the mix is is amazing I, and i that reminds me of something i read in the article and i think kate uh, talmage is that how you oh, s- talmage yeah talmage, talmage who will be taking over the business and we're right. going to talk about it a bit today just cuz she's had a lot of history in the business too but yeah. she said something similar or uh, uh I recall reading that it really gives you some insight into into people's lives. It does, and yeah. it's uh, it's great that they're willing to share it with us because that's uh, it makes it more of a community. You know, when when you know them and they know you, and and they have the faith that when they bring you tre- their treasures, you'll treat them well and all of that. So, yeah, that, that's been a great kind of symbiotic relationship. That's with fantastic. The people in this town, and you. Um, <clears throat> You've been here for obviously more than forty years because Main Street Gallery and the Framer was founded about uh, well in eighty two eighty two so forty one years ago yeah. um, a, or forty two years <laughs> jeez uh, I'm losing track um, how di- when did you move to Carbondale and uh, did you what brought you to Carbondale well I I did my Denver dues okay I lived in Denver for eight years before I moved up here okay. I grew up in South Carolina. Okay. I was in the Air Force, and when I 
Uh, when I was in the Air Force, I was stationed at Lowry Air Force Base in Denver. First time I'd ever been to Colorado. Okay. And when I got out of the Air Force, I just uh, didn't want to go back to South Carolina because I'd lived in Colorado long enough to fall in love with it. <laughs> and uh, and uh, funny story, when people talk about skiing in South Carolina, it ain't snow skiing. And people even ask me when I go back there, do you snow ski? And, I, and, and yes, that was one of the big big draws for, for moving to Colorado. Because they're skiing on water mainly over there. Oh, yeah, it's all water skiing. <laughs> and, uh, and I don't know. I, I, I love Denver. Uh-huh. And I, uh, I want you know it's it's kind of like you get you get to there you see the Rocky Mountains and you want to get in them you know, mm-hmm. so I moved up to here I had I had some good friends that uh, that lived in Aspen and I I would come up and stay with them for a few days and uh, and then I kind of looked around the valley and knew I couldn't afford to live in Aspen all right so I um I, I ended up I I lived. Um, I lived in Glenwood Springs for a couple of years. Okay. I lived eight miles south of Silt for a, for a winter. No kidding. In a cabin that had that had no water. <laughs> Used an Ashley stove to heat the cabin. Huh. And um, just had one of the best winters of my life. It was isolated. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was nothing to do but work on my artwork, which okay. was what I wanted to do anyway. Yep. And that that was a real treat to live there. And then I moved into Glenwood Springs and uh, and finally kind of found Carbondale. And I lived in the the cabin that's now the Historic Society cabin. That's right. I lived in that cabin for 13 years on <laughs> Catherine Hendricks' property. Okay, yeah. And uh, when they finally sold the property, I, I bought a, a house in town and um, just have loved living in this little community for a long time. Yeah. You that's amazing. The fact that you lived in that cabin and that cabin was relocated right to um, where it is now. To where it is right now. In the corner of Went and uh, 133 out there. Okay. And when did you come to meet Sally cuz you and Sally ended up opening uh the framer together, is that right? Yeah. Okay. Um I met Sally a good friend of mine had a uh, had a gallery on Larimer Square and um he had dated Sally a few times, and she was working at uh, Victoria Station. I don't know if you know what that was, but no, it, was a, it was a restaurant that was um, basically a bunch of boxcars put together. Okay. And they became the, the, the rooms for the restaurant. And uh, I met Sally, and uh, she grew a little tired of Denver and moved to L.A. because Victoria Stations has all these spur places all over the place. Okay. And, and she had a job written up for her there and she lived in LA for a while and uh, she called me one time and said um, would you come get me (laughs) (laughs) and I said sure and we've been together ever since she wanted to come back to Colorado yeah yeah and uh, and you were in Carbondale at the time I was in the Carbondale living in that little cabin okay and um, then we uh, we got to know each other better and Mm -hmm fell in love and finally got married and uh, got married up at, at um, Rowan Henry Mead's house up on uh, hmm. up on uh, Cactus Flats. Okay. And uh, and just had a great community of artists, you know, and, and I was an artist and fell right in with, with everybody else and uh, had great friends that uh, we were all 
either successful or struggling in in all that time. <laughs> and uh, it, it was a great body of people to to know and and to be friends with. So that was another draw to being in this little town. Absolutely. Um, did you and Sally live in that little cabin together at any point? Or oh yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. We <laughs> lived there. Neat. We lived there until they finally sold it, and uh, and then they uh, they developed it. <laughs> That's so, right, that area. And when I lived out there, there was nothing but but that little cabin and one other uh, one other building out there that um, another old friend lived in, and. Uh, we used to fly kites in those fields over there mm. where all those houses are now. Mm. And there was nothing out there but us. And, and the, actually the barn that's now at the River Valley Ranch barn was across the river. And they finally moved that barn to River Valley Ranch. And, and that whole development came along. And um, it was a wonderful place to live because there was nothing in between us and Sopras. It was just, this, just fields and, and the river was right below us. Was it inspiring as an artist? It was. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that I, not that I, I do etchings, which are mm-hmm. pretty much kind of fantasy etchings and, uh, <laughs> and not, uh, not a lot of landscape kinds of things. But, um, we used to watch the eagles fish the river. The crystal river was wow. right below the hill there. Yeah. And the, and the bald eagles had a nest there and they would just fish the river. And actually I was flying a kite out there one day and this, huge big eagle came over to check out what what was in his territory that kite scared the heck out of me <laughs> i imagine <laughs> but, but he flew right over my head and, and I, he didn't hit the kite but he was sure checking it out or hmm. she whichever but um yeah it was it was a great spot to live, to live out there that's fantastic for our listeners if you want to check out frank's old digs uh it's not in the same location but right there on went boulevard is the uh now it's the historical society's cabin uh they're based in there the carbondale historical right. society right. um and my daughter was not born in the cabin but her first four years were there no kidding and huh. that was uh that was kind of our beginning of her life in carbondale and she lived here until she went off to school okay and uh, they live in longmont now and she has a couple of kids and fantastic grandbabies for us so yeah and what's your daughter's name Lindsay. Lindsay, that's right um and so going back a little bit just you had mentioned the artist connections that you had and that there's a lot of artists here um when you first kind of found carbondale and you um uh, became connected with a lot of other artists who were some were struggling some were successful um and you said you were also an, you're an artist and you were etching at the time. Is that right? Has that right. always been your forte? Yeah, I I, um, I went to the University of Georgia. Okay. And I got a, a my undergraduate degree is in graphic design, and uh, after that I went over to the journalism school and got a degree in advertising and public relations. Wow. And thank God that didn't happen. <laughs> But anyway, um, when I was there, I had to take courses in another part of the university. So I went okay. back to the art school, never had an etching class, took a couple of etching classes and just fell in love with it. Hmm. And that's been what I've been doing since 1967. Wow. And okay. um, I've done over 100 etchings in, in a lifetime of loving that that particular little niche of of creativity for me. 
mm-hmm. and uh, had some had some great experiences. And when I first came to Carbondale, I was doing shows whenever they let me in the village smithy and hanging mm-hmm. artwork there and sold a few pieces. Mm-hmm. And then I opened up the the uh, well, I started as the framer, thinking okay. I'd do better framing pictures for, for people than. Um, than doing my own artwork and wasn't even the gallery then opened up in the upstairs in the Dinkel building <laughs> and um, I'd been up there for 11 years before I moved down onto uh, the corner there on at 399 Main right. which at the time had been used by CMC as a it was a classroom for they did dance classes and uh, Emmy Neal to taught uh, sewing classes there hmm. and I was delighted to get that space it's, I think it's the best retail space in town uh, it is a real it's, good it's, it's a great spot great spot and yeah. you get a lot of a uh, lot of eyes on that spot for yeah. sure um, now I want to go back to where you started though you started upstairs at the Dinkel building yeah um, and uh, you started a couple years in fact before Katie and Kay uh, first went on the air exactly and they were just down the hallway when they uh, went on the air in 1980 82 83. 83, because we started in 82. Okay. And I did a a couple of different kinds of radio shows. That's right. Yeah, you were telling me that before. And I had done, when I was in journalism school at Georgia, I did some radio classes and and some some, uh, movie classes as just part of what you do in journalism. And... um, I'm a I'm I'm kind of a folkster. I've been playing kind of folk guitar for fifty years, huh. and uh, I mean you wouldn't know I've been playing that long for the way you hear me play. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so I I used to do um, just collections of of different folk people that I not that I knew, but their music I knew, and I did that on the on the radio a few times, and then it, I did a uh, a Sunday night late show. Of um, it was like a mystery show. I got some old recordings of The Shadow and some of those some of those great old uh, talking mystery shows. Okay, and um, had a good time doing that for a long time. That's fantastic. And what was the name of the show? I don't remember. It, okay. it had a name. It was just Sunday Night Mysteries or something like that. <laughs> and you <laughs> and did that on Katie and K. I did that on Katie and K. Yeah. Huh. And was that when they were still in the Dinkle Building then? They were still in the Dinkle Building. Okay. And okay. that was that was a great uh, that was a great kind of a creative addition to the Dinkle Building. Mm-hmm. Mary Matchell was there with her glass studio upstairs. Right. Crystal Wally glass. Bacon was there um, with a little guitar studio and building guitars. Uh, okay. And uh, I got I made my list here so I could yes, sir. not forget anybody, <laughs> but. Um, Ron Robertson, who passed away a few years ago, had his, um, um, he was an architect, and Danny Muse, he and Danny Muse had a, a business up there together, and there was a dance studio upstairs that CMC ran, <laughs> and uh, Jan McCready was doing, um, she had a kind of a sewing business where she she sewed leather things and, and canvas and that kind of thing, <laughs> and she had a little hole in the wall up there in the Nickel Building. Wow. It was a great. It was a great area to be in. Absolutely. And John Tolley, who still lives here in town, right? Yeah. Um, lived up there, and his his gig was doing. He 
he ran the furnace for the whole Dinkle building for many years. No kidding. And he's an artist himself. He's an artist. Yeah. Oh, great artist. Great artist. That's watercolors you'll ever yeah. see. Huh. And um, who else? Liz Phillips had, had a little um, jewelry uh, store and repair business up there. Hmm. Yeah, it was it was a great spot. A real cr- uh, uh, plethora of different creative <laughs> right. uh, avenues, including dancing and framing and all kinds of things. Chris, and one of my and and the 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 oldsters who are listening now um, must have known. Um, oh, now I'm forgetting who that, who I was going to talk about. Um. Anyway, that one got out of my head. Uh, we we can circle let's, back. Let's, to let's it. move on. <laughs> yeah, for our listeners, you're tuned into Everything Under the Sun. I'm your host James Steinler today, um, speaking with uh, Frank Norwood of Main Street Gallery and the Framers, uh, preparing to uh, sign it over. Um, actually, tomorrow at the Smithy to That's longtime right. employee uh, uh, Kate Talmadge. Um, t- so, and Kate, you. You have a history with Kate because Kate started working at the Framer back when she was in high school in the late 90s. She was a senior in high school in okay. 99. Okay. And worked with us for about five years then. Okay. And um, she kind of developed her, her desire to be an artist and really got into doing some amazing things. And then she went off to the Art Institute in Chicago, lived in Chicago for 10 years. And wonder of wonder, somehow she decided she liked Carbondale a little better than Chicago <laughs> for some strangers. And came back here and came back to work for us in uh, 2020, no, 2013. Okay. And she's been with us ever since. So about 15, 16 years overall. Hmm. And she is an amazing in every way. She does fantastic artworks and she... She does a variety of different things. She did. She does these uh, paper design plants, wow. flowers huh. that look exactly like the flowers they represent. Hmm. And she does a whole series of paintings of animals in in Renaissance dress and in Oriental dress. And hmm. just I invite anybody to go to the artist and take a look at her work and mine too while you're there. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, and and she has been an absolute gift to us. That's and great. She she uh, she knows the business inside out, mm-hmm. and she she has her own following. You know, when I was I retired about three years ago, but people would come in the gallery and 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 they'd take a look around at me and. And they'd say, well, where's Kate? (laughs) (laughs) It kind of bruises your ego a little bit, you know. But um, she had her own following and Mm -hmm. still does. And and, uh, people know her work and and trust it. So totally. It'll be a seeming transition or a seamless transition to an extent. It is. It is. And and we're so delighted that our business is not just closing and going away. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not our business anymore, which is fine because it's it's carrying on with a, a, an amazingly competent continuation of the business we've created, and that's right. that's such a treat. And it's, and and Kate's uh, younger sister Julia, that's right, is coming to work with her huh. at the gallery. That's great. And um, I, you know, Julia has her own skills. I think Julia is a little more computer. 
oriented than Kate, so maybe she'll take over part of the business part of the the gallery. Not not for us to dictate or decide. (laughs) They got got to work that one out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, computer knowledge this day and age is, uh, it seems like it's becoming more and more necessary and like a lot of business. And not to say Kate doesn't know that part of it either, but, but, um, you know, they'll find their own levels and and how to work those things out. And, uh, and, you know, it's, it's in the, in the paper, they said, uh, Main Street Gallery remains in the family. Right. And in a way it is in the family. And, and Kate's almost become a, a, a sister to us or a daughter to us or, or something. And, uh, We've always been a family, and her her parents are great. You know, I mean, she's 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 got a, a core family that's just supportive and and good good people. And she used to babysit your daughter. Is that right? She did. She <laughs> did. And Julia, Julia was about two years older than my daughter Lindsay, and uh, they became great friends. And we took Julia with us to visit my my family in South Carolina and then we went down to Disney World. Oh, and yeah. uh and Julia was just part of the family then too. So mm-hmm. it, was, it, was, it was we've all been together as two families for a long time. That's great. Yeah. Um we have a few minutes left. I do uh so you have provided for more than 40 years with other artists, fellow artists um right. and as well as just people who have photos and uh, something that might be special to them that they want to have sure. framed. And uh, so um, um, ha- I guess how um, how does it feel to be uh, stepping away from that? Well, it's been my life for a long time. Yeah. And um, stepping away from it is is difficult in so many ways but in another way i've been a printmaker for all those years and mm-hmm. and have devoted so so much of my time to the gallery that i haven't been able to devote as much time to printmaking as i'd like to and i even had my my etching press in the front of the gallery and did some demonstrations on first fridays and things to show people how etching was done okay and now i've brought the press back home to my studio and i've um, kind of redesigned my whole area where I'm going to do printing at home, and I'm delighted to get back to that because it's uh, it's something I've not so much missed because I still did a few etchings along the way, but now I can put more in, into that part of it, and it's nice to be able to walk out of my back door 10 feet away and have my studio there to work in because when I had it at the gallery, anytime I wanted to do any prints, I had to had to move all everything out of the way, and get yeah. it set up, and then when I was done, I had to take everything apart and clean up and get it out of the way. Now I can leave it overnight, and it'll be there the next morning when I'm getting ready to to, to print again. That's so, fantastic, and and I love it. And uh, and Kate's going to continue to carry my work at the gallery. That's fantastic. Not that so that's even a given. People will I mean, still she, be able to see your work. Sure. Okay. Sure. And I've started adding more. Um, watercolor to some of my old etchings so I'm, I'm doing some things i mean i absolutely love black and white etchings that's kind of where the the basis of the of the uh, the whole idea of etching it lies mm-hmm. but i've started adding some some watercolor to some of my old etchings and i've been having a lot of fun with that okay. and, and and they sparkle a little bit you know i mean it, it's hard to 
it's hard to have a black and white etching come up to the the kind of visual impact of a color etching. But I love both sides of it too, so uh, people can see a little bit of both in the gallery. That's great. And we'll continue with that. And you also have um, displayed other artists' works in the gallery as well. I've got my little list here of Let's artists, hear that. too. <laughs> um, Stephen Datz, who does, does amazing paintings and does really well in Taos and Santa Fe and, and that, kind of, that kind of thing. Linda Lotion lives up in, um, in Basalt and does a variety of a lot of different things. One thing that bothers me about some artists is that they they find one thing that's successful, and then that's what they do and never change. And it's you know you see the same things ten years later, fifteen years later, they're doing the same thing because that worked. You mm-hmm. know, Linda Lotion is such a very artist, and most of them are. You know that that find success in loving what they do as artists, and they don't want to stay in the same spot all their lives. Mm. And and that's one of the blessings that we've been having at the gallery, is that so many artists have done a body of work that is is so wonderful visually. Mm-hmm. And another one I have to mention is Dean Bowlby. Dean Bowlby is, I think, one of the best artists that I've ever seen anywhere. And he um, he used to go to one year he'd go to England, next year he'd go to France, next year he'd go to Italy. And he'd come back and do one-man shows with us mm-hmm. of fantastic paintings of European scenes. And uh, he would do a restaurant scenes with 20 people in them. Huh. And they weren't just ghostly people. They were people. Huh. They were the people that were there. <laughs> he didn't have any fear of doing almost portrait, portrait-like images. Huh. And he was great at it. And still is. Yeah. And I just loved that the skill he had and I've never I've never claimed to be a painter I mean I do my etchings and do some color on them but uh, man the people that can handle oil paint and, and do it as well as he does and, and Linda Lotion and all these people they, it, it, it's an amazing gift that's fantastic and Victoria Broyles uh, Ron Hoxima and Kate Talmadge is on my list of, of fine artists that we have in the gallery so it's it's been a, a real treat to deal with those people all over the years. All over the years, okay, yeah. that's fantastic. So, and folks can uh, go and see some of Frank's work as well as Kate's, of course, and those other yeah. folks, right? Um, right there at Main Street Gallery in the Framer, which has been located in the same place since 1993. Yes, okay, that's right. That's right. <laughs> um, and well, we really appreciate you joining us on the air today, Frank. And one one more quick thing to yeah, say please is go. that um, Harlan Kelly used to own the liquor store in that whole business complex over there, mm-hmm. and uh, his son Troy now owns the owns the building, and has been the most fantastic landlord you could ever ask for. Well, that's good to and hear. Seriously, I mean that makes a business continue to be able to run, and uh, and now Kate has a has an, a, a rental agreement with him, and it's going to continue doing it. So it's it's been a blessing and still is. Well, that's fantastic. And Frank, uh, on behalf of artists and uh, people who framed pictures that they love over the years, we thank you. Thank um, you very much. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 
For our listeners, please uh, turn, uh, pick up a copy of The Soprous Sun this week and turn to page four for, a, uh, for the written story by Raleigh Burley about Main Street Gallery and the Framer and this uh, seem- seamless transition uh, to Kate Talmadge. Uh, again, Frank, Sally, thank you both so much for giving artists space in uh, frames. And, um, and thanks to Katie and Kay for being a part of this community, too. Oh, my this goodness. This is a great thing. And The Soprous Sun. <laughs> well, thank you, Frank. 